Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, in the far north, the city of the great king. Psalm 48, verses 1 and 2. The picture in the book is uh, was taken by me in Israel on my second trip there in uh, 2015. And what's interesting about this picture is uh, we started way up on the basically the plateau that is where David's palace was built. And underneath that palace was an aqueduct. And that has been uncovered and you can now walk through it all the way down to the baths at the, the bottom. I don't know which baths they I think were. It's the Pool of Siloam down there, isn't it? I think that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's remarkable because the, the, the amount of water pouring through there is, is amazing. Uh, but when we went to Israel, when you and I were on that trip in 2012, we never saw this. It may have been under construction, and, and uh, but it's, it's a part of, I, I highly rec- recommend people that if they go to Israel, they go to Jerusalem, that they go through David's, what was David's palace, it isn't there anymore. But the aqueduct that's underneath it is pouring with water that you have to walk through part of it. It's very pure water. So I I write here, how do we behold David's city? Has any city been so central uh, to the often conflicted relationship between God and his people, a people who both served God and rebelled against him? Has any place on earth been so central to the essential story of our human destiny? It is interesting. Um, The Hebrew notion that uh, Zion was God's holy place and... Uh, you come to realize in life that there are places that seem to have a manifest presence of God that you long for. And uh, you hear it in the aspirations of the psalmist here of getting back to this great city because it's the city of God in his place. And yet, as you said uh, so well, it's such a place of conflict. Um, There's tension there uh, every day. And uh, out around it into uh, the surrounding areas of Palestine and down to Gaza and then up to the north, uh, the border with uh, Syria. And um, just interesting that a place where God was so manifest is also a place where uh, evil and destruction is so manifest as well. Also, you just reminded me because you kind of took us on a little geographic uh, trip through the land of Israel. Israel's the size of New Jersey, for those who want to know. And yet, within that very compacted land, there's this compacted city. And this city, uh, in our own time, has been opened up, basically, to its history in a way that was not true before. I mean, we had all kinds of occupiers, but the Jewish people uh, have come back to it and the city is four, has four quarters now, essentially, uh, the old city. And it's just a most fascinating place because you're, you're walking through time and faiths uh, that are, are, are there basically claiming this is God's city for them. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to comment on that because it's, it has political implications and I don't really think that that's what we're talking about. Uh, but I, 
would say that anybody that's uh, a believing Christian, uh, it's, it is such a revelation to go, because it lives with you after you've been there. You take it back home. You have a sense of place of where Jesus was, where he was crucified, where he was buried. Uh, and, and just down the, the way is Bethlehem, where he was born. It's amazing. Yeah. So you're triggering all kinds of memories for me. I'm thinking of uh, little Arabic shops that I was in in Jerusalem or Armenian restaurants or the Christian tile uh, maker down the road or the Jewish rabbi who met with us and talked through uh, doctrine of Isaiah and atonement and uh, why he doesn't see Jesus as being the fulfillment. Just such a mixture of places and... Um, out of our delight, maybe the uh, scriptural admonition is a great way to finish. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen.